It's Friday, and this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Well, my friend and neighbor Ian Cron dropped by at my request to talk about his hugely best-selling book, The Road Back to You, an Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery. If you've not uh, heard people talking about the Enneagram, probably because of this book, uh, lately, uh, I don't know where you've been, because it seems like everybody's talking about it everywhere. Welcome, in. Good to have you. It's great to be with you. Thanks, Dave. You know, you and I were talking about the other day when we were taping your podcast that um, ever since I first saw the Houts or the Disc or the Strength Finder stuff, some of that 30, 40 years ago was the first time I saw the stuff, and I was just started, Disc was starting to raise up and get everyone's attention to the point that we've got a Disc profile on everyone's desk. By the, it's a part of their nameplate mm-hmm. in the entire building. So when I walk up to someone, DISC, I can kind of at least know how they're going to function, how they're going to make decisions, how they're going to react, what you know, what what some of the weak spots and strong spots are, and so forth. And um, you know that again, the, the Enneagram, I guess, gives us a tool to uh, to grow personally and know what your natural strengths and weaknesses are, but also to do those others. And then it takes us into this idea you're talking about of handling money. So let's talk through the nine and how they handle money. So the improver is a saver. Perfectionist is is a saver. Yeah, I say that by nature, they're the most financially responsible number on the Enneagram. Okay. They're they're very organized, self-disciplined, conscientious. They like systems and protocols. They like the feeling that they believe that it's appropriate to be financially responsible. Uh, the thing they have to watch out for is be if they're not healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, they don't have a line item for fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and they need to do that. I'd say two helpers. The challenges they have really are they are their their finances are driven by emotions and and feelings. They can tend to be over generous with other people, enabling. And yes, enabling. And actually, I have a story about that. I knew a teacher, a retired teacher who was a two, found out that her daughter and son-in-law bought a house. They got in over their heads. And uh, daughter shared it with her without any expectation the mom would do something, right? And But sure enough, mom shows up at the door with a $250,000 check and a plan to help them pay it off interest-free. And of course, you know where that ended was resentment and broken relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? So twos are... I think a, a challenge for twos is to find a partner because they're so interpersonal to help them work together on, on being financially accountable. Hmm. And the performer achiever might be a spender. Might be a spender. Might be prestige purchases. Could be status symbol purchases uh, as a way to signal success. However, they love metrics, targets, goal setting. And so for a lot of them, and, and they're motivated by sort of... Uh, tangible um, results, right? So lots of threes I know actually love being financially responsible and they just love watching the markets. What 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 stuff is happening today with well, my, they like the debt snowball. They like seeing that debt go off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the positive traction. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Clear plan. Yeah. Goal setters. Yeah. They need a clear plan or they get depressed. Yeah, that's fun. And you the four. Well, you know, romantic individualist. Yeah, fours. Uh, the challenge for fours is they they love art, aesthetics, beauty, and they can become uncompromising uh, in the sense that 
you know, they don't want the the signed print. They want the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so, so yeah, no, uh, no cheap stuff. No, they don't want the cheap stuff. But So, what they need to do is moderate their feeling-centeredness with critical thinking, right? Mm-hmm. More facts, fewer feelings. That way, they can become more financially responsible. Very aesthetic-driven. So, they will over-decorate the house. Yeah, and it wouldn't be cheap. <laughs> Originality don't come cheap, you know. <laughs> All right. Number five, the investigator. You know, the investigators are fascinating because they're by nature minimalists. They don't need a lot of stuff, hmm. right? Um, now, where they could run into trouble is they'll spend all their time researching financial topics. You know, they'll know everything about the stock market. They'll know everything about mutual funds versus stock portfolios. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily execute on what they learn. Right, a lot of uh, ready. I aim, 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 aim. Yeah, and they also have a scarcity mindset, which they have to be careful of. You know, oftentimes say to fives to remember the gospel idea that you know the more you give, the more you receive. The loyalist six. Yeah, well, you know, they want to feel safe, secure, and supported in the world. They'll turn to a lot of outside experts to look for help, which is a good thing if it's the right expert. Right, mm-hmm. uh, of course. Um, I think for sixes, they're worst case scenario thinkers. So trust me, they have emergency funds. Mm-hmm. For them, uh, you know, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a wonderful thing. If if I love sixes, right, because they can be very generous, but they're they're traditionalists, and so um, they're going to work hard to maintain good financial systems if they're healthy. The enthusiasts, oh, seven. The you got a seven at home, right? I do. They're spenders. They're spenders, man. They they love the finer things of life, don't they? <laughs> and the experiences. And they the experience. pay money for experiences. Hey, let's go to the Patagonias to go fly fishing on, you know, <laughs> while I got 10 bucks in the bank, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, they're distractible. Um, they struggle with impulsivity. They're the ones at the cash register who cannot bypass whatever the cell is at the cash register uh-huh. you know now they're thinking types so they can actually be very good with money especially if you can teach them a little bit about delayed gratification uh-huh. and how to learn to say before they buy something is there something i'm i really want down the road that if i bypass this i'll be able to do down the uh, road so if you live like no one else later you can live and give like no one else but very specifically right yeah. If you drive like no one else later, you can get a good car. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So now you eights are really something, because I think there's two kinds of eights. Mm. Maybe you'll recognize them maybe at different seasons of your life. The first kind of an eight uh, is one that play, you know, works harder to play harder, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they'll work harder than everybody else. They'll, they'll make more than everybody else. They're going to use that money to play hard, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, nothing is done except wide open. That's right. No yeah. dimmers. It's on or off, baby. Yeah. It's, it's one or the <laughs> no other. <laughs> you line. weren't born with a rheostat, let me tell you right now. Uh, but, you know, they can be very content people, but they have to be careful that they don't become stubborn and not listen to other people's advice about what to do, for example, with their finances. You mentioned something the other day that, I, that it got, caught my attention, and I had... Not put an exact. You said sometimes the the eight their driver is lust and not yes. in a sexual way necessarily, right. but they they lust for things, or or and so what I end up doing is I collect stuff. Yes, I'll go on a tangent. Yes, and so I have a collection of this and a collection of that. Yes, and a collection of this. Yes, and I and I can't have two. 
No. <laughs> i got to have 200 of whatever it is. That's, that's right. And that's also because you're attached, we don't want to have time to get into this, to the fives on the Enneagram. Oh. And fives have sort of a hoarding sort of a thing. They love collections of, you know, you'll find stacks of National Geographics and records by this artist, you know, uh, vinyl records of this or that. And, and, you know, so. 20 seconds on the nines, the peacemaker. Oh, they're fantastic. They, they, uh, they're, the thing that nines have to be careful of is they're easily distractible. Uh, they tend to go with the crowd. And so if the crowd's doing something that's expensive, they may just go with it. Even if, if they not, don't have the money. Even if they don't have the money. So peer pressure. So they have to, number one, I always tell nines, you, you got to have some kind of, you got to have an accountant. Yeah. You got to have somebody who's watching the bills. You got to have a no person in your life. Yeah. You got to have a, yes, you got to have a no person in your life. The road back to you, Ian Morgan. Ian Morgan Cron is my guest. Be sure and check him out at ianmorgancron.com and check out the podcast, Typology. Good to have you, my friend. Man, it's always great to be here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.